Thank you, you about to listen to Fresh Word with Prophet William Addison. Prophet William Addison is the executive pastor of Eagles House Chapel International, CEO of 12 Foundation International, a revelatory preacher, an international evangelist, and a psalmist. Get ready for the word that will transform your life forever. Thank you for Let me hear your clapping. Now, this morning, for the next 25 minutes, I want to speak on the topic, breaking the power of fear. Breaking the power of fear. Or in other words, how to overcome fear. How to overcome fear. So we are looking at breaking the power of fear. Tell somebody, breaking the power of fear. Come on, say, I'm not hearing you. Say, breaking the power of fear. Breaking the power of fear. And tell somebody, today you will overcome fear. Today you will overcome fear. In Jesus' name. Now, one of the most dangerous enemies of destiny is fear. One of the most dangerous enemies of destiny is fear. Now, fear is so damaging that even the Bible explicitly declares that God does not give us the spirit of fear. According to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, the Bible said that God does not give us the spirit of fear. You need to know that fear is a robber. Fear is a thief. Fear is a devil. Fear is a devil. Fear is so unpleasant. Fear is so an unpleasant emotion that is caused by the threat of danger. If you look at the definition for fear, it simply means it's an unpleasant emotion. It is not an emotion that is excited. Fear is described as an unpleasant emotion that is caused by the threat of danger. So there's a threat of danger. There is something you are looking at that is making you so fearful that it inflicts fear into your life. You have not touched it yet. You have not been there yet. You have neither handled nor seen it yet, but yet you have a setting on pleasant emotion within you that tells you that this thing is harmful. That is how fear operates. Fear is an unpleasant emotion that is caused by the threat of pain. It is caused by the threat of harm. It looks like something wants to harm you, but you cannot fingerprint nor touch exactly what you feel is the whole thing that is trying to disturb your life. You hear me? Fear is a terror. Fear is a terror. Now, I want to show you the things that triggers fear because we have to understand that fear does not work in isolation. There are some things that causes fear to come to pass in our lives. Fear can trigger certain psychological and untimely behavioral patterns. It can trigger certain kind of actions and behavior from anybody. Anybody that fear lays hands on, that person begins to behave in a certain way. Fear can cause you to go into hiding. Fear can cause someone to run away. Fear can cause one person to freeze. So these are some kind of behavioral and psychological changes that fear can inflict upon your life. Now for emphasis, for those of you who are writing, I'm saying that fear can let you go into hiding. It brings an untimely behavioral change in your life. If somebody fears right now, the same person who could speak loudly, the same person who, who could jump around, the same person who can move about, suddenly becomes stationary at one point and decides not to move. Why? Because fear has come into place. Fear can cause someone to freeze. It's like you are poured cold water or you are placed icing on the person. He cannot do any movement. He cannot even walk. He cannot even talk. Before you realize the person is shivering like a leaf. Fear can cause you to freeze. 
Let's look at what causes fear. Because if fear can bring certain behavioral changes, then there should be certain causes that is resulting in the effect because there cannot be any effect without any cause. Anything that happens, there should be something that may have propelled the results that we have seen. So fear can be caused by three things. Fear can be caused by your past traumatic experiences. If you've had certain experiences in your past, for example, if you have been told that anybody who gets corona dies, if you see another person with corona, the person is traumatized by the fact that somebody had it and the person died. But as for you and your house, you will serve the Lord, you shall grow, you shall be healthy, and you shall live to declare the works of God. Let me hear your amen if you are here in the church. The second cause of fear is occurrences in the present. I talked about traumatic experiences in your past. So your past experiences can cause you to be in fear. Number two, present occurrences. There will be some things happening around you. That, for example, if you live in an area and, 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 and people are dying within your area, if you are, in the, if you are, if you are a student and you find yourself in your hostel or your dormitory and there's an outbreak of anything and you find people dying from one place to the other, you, you, you see yourself that this present occurrence I'm seeing around me, it is possible that I'll be the next on the line, but you will never be the next on the line to be destroyed. In the name of Jesus. Now, the third cause of fear is expectation or anticipation of the future. You are believing God that something will happen in the future for you. You have great expectation of your future. But because you are so uncertain, fear comes into place and it makes you feel like this thing will not work. Some people have never married, but they are thinking, will my marriage even work? Would I even get a wife? Would I even get a husband? That's what people are thinking about. Somebody wants to go into business. He has not gone to the business yet. He has the idea, but he's thinking, what if I fail? The person is anticipating something. People have explained fear as false evidences appearing real. That means they are not real evidences. They are false, but they, they seem like it is. That's how the devil operates. The Bible said, Jesus said, I saw the devil fall like lightning. The devil is not the light, but he fell like lightning. So fear also operates like something. Something which is real, but actual fact, it is not real. It's not real. Can I take it further? When fear arises, it gains mastery and control of the person it takes hold of. Can I explain it further? When fear takes hold of somebody, it gains control over you. It paralyzes your intention. It paralyzes your energy. It quarantines you and it bucks you and it beats you and it kicks you on the floor. That's what fear does to you. It will make you perceive the danger and the calamity that will not even happen. It will make you be thinking about what is not even there. Fear can create an image in your, in your mind when there is no image. Fear can, can, can let you pass judgment on yourself even without trial. Can I take you further? Let me show you some few dangers of fear because you need to know how dangerous fear is and how you'll be able to overcome that fear. Let's work quickly. Number one, number one. Write this point down. Fear is a virus that eats up your faith. I said what? Fear is a virus that eats up your faith. It will feed on your faith. It will kill your faith. It will steal your faith. The Bible said the devil comes not except but for to what? To steal. So when fear gains mastery into your life, let me tell you what, fear is a platform upon which the devil operates. Can 
I say that again? I said fear is a platform upon which the devil operates in as much as faith is also the platform upon which God moves. If you allow fear into your life, fear can destroy your destiny. So fear is a virus that eats up your faith. Now, write this point down. Fear keeps you away from God. Genesis chapter 3 verse 10. The dangers of fear is that one of it is that fear keeps you away from God. When Adam sinned and Adam found himself in the garden, fear gripped him. And so when he heard the voice of God, he went into hiding. Fear can let you run away from God. Fear can let you run away from your helpers. Fear can pull you away from God's presence. And you will never feel like coming to his presence again because fear has taken control of you. What do we see today? People are able to go to their marketplaces. They go to their workplaces. They go to the mall. They are able to associate they go for funerals, they do all kinds of things, but when it comes to church, they are afraid. Fear will keep you from the house of God. Number two, fear keeps you away from God's promises. In Numbers chapter 13, we're told that when the 12 spies were sent into the land of Canaan to go and spy the land and came back, God had promised them that I am willing to give you the land. The land that is flowing with milk and honey, God has assured them. The Bible said the promises of God, they are yea and they are amen. When God speaks, he's committed to what he says because He is exactly what his word says. So, when you have fear, fear will keep you away from from God's promises. They witnessed the blessing God talked about. They saw the milk and honey. In fact, they were able to carry some graves which were, were carried by two men on their shoulder. That means it was so strong, it was so heavy, it was so weighty that in spite of the enemies they saw on the land, the enemies were not able enough to deny them the ability to carry that grave from the land to where they belonged to. They were unstoppable, but yet they doubted the promise. Fear denies you opportunities. Are you writing something? Fear denies you. We are looking at the dangers of fear. Fear will deny you opportunities. Fear, next point, fear will make you afraid of your own shadows. You'll be running away from your own shadow. When you see yourself, I see somebody's pursuing you, but it's your own shadow you just look at. That's what fear will do to you. Fear makes you afraid of your own shadows. You are running away from yourself. You have just seen your shadow, and the moment you cast eyes on it, you just want to run because you feel like somebody was following you. But it's your own shadow you are looking at. Next one. Fear will make you abandon opportunities for others to grasp. What am I talking about? There will be a great door open for you for you to go and take that which belongs to you. But fear will make you run away from the same opportunity that somebody is willing to grab. Is it not dangerous that many of us have run away from great opportunities that would have changed our lives today because fear was in place. We felt like we're not capable. Just like the 10 spies said to, they said to, um, they said to Moses, they said, we are incapable of possessing the land. He said, when we look at ourselves, we, we are not able. We can't take this land. Yes, whatever God said is true. Is it, not, is it not amazing that many of us also, we have the same feeling that when God said yes, God has spoken, but how is it 
that does not come to pass. Yet if God is with me, like Gideon was complaining, if God with me, is with us. Why are we going through all this? Why do bad things happen to good people? And why do good things happen to bad people? We keep asking ourselves all these things. Fear will let you abandon great opportunities because you are free. You'll be telling yourself, so if I go, what about if I enter the door and nobody accepts me? Where the scripture read from 2 Kings chapter 7, you will find the, the four lepers, they sat by the gate of Syria. There has been a prophetic statement and they said to themselves, they were just at the verge of entering into a place where that which they lacked in their life was in abundance. But yet they sat at the gate. But one day they said to themselves, many of us, we are seated at the gate of great opportunities. We are seated at the gate of multi-million dollar businesses. We are seated at the gate of great anointings. We are seated are the great of great graces that can make manifest in our life for our generation to celebrate us. But fear has kept us from walking into those doors. This morning, in the precious name of Jesus, as you scream an amen, that spirit of fear is arrested out of your life. The pain of fear is broken out of you in the name of Jesus. Fear is dangerous. Fear will deny you food. The lepers, while they sat at the gate, they were hungry. But there was food also in the camp of the Syrians. Oh, yes, you can see from, from the verses that followed when they entered into the town and the city of the Syrians and they got to the place, they found lots of food. The next point is that fear would deny you from gold because as they entered the city, they found abundance of gold. Stop struggling with the silver, there is gold you can grab. I said, what? Stop fighting with people about the silver. There is gold available that you can grab. Fear. Fear will make you hungry and it will keep you hungry. They were hungry over there. They were complaining. While they sat down there and they were talking to themselves, there was food already cooking. Tell somebody food is already cooked. Come on, tell somebody food is already ready. There is abundance of treasures that God has made available. Because of fear, many of us are shying away from it. Hear me? Fear will paralyze your capabilities. I said what? Fear will paralyze your capabilities. You are gifted but afraid. How do I stand in front of people to, to sing? How do I stand in front of people to talk? How do I explain myself? How do I put this through? How do I walk? Some of you, if you're asked to walk to the stage right now, if care is not taken, you can slip and fall down. Because your knees will be knocking against each other. You are so afraid, but you are gifted. You are so afraid, but you are anointed by God. You are so afraid, but you are talented. You have ideas. God has given you things you can do. But fear is making you afraid. It will paralyze your capabilities. Fear will make you say no when it is yes. It can cause you to say no when it is yes. There are people who have answered questions rightly and they were asked, are you sure this question is, is the answer is correct? Then they said, no, no, it's not correct. But what he said was correct. Haven't you seen a lot of people go for contests, go for quizzes, and then they respond to the right question and then the one who is interviewing them asks them, are you sure of your answer? Then the person changes it.
fear will make you pass judgment on yourself without trial. Before judgment is passed on anybody, there must be a trial. In fact, according to the law of this country, no one is supposed to be sentenced without a hearing. No matter what you have done, whether you have killed somebody, whether you have stolen a fowl, a goat, a chicken, whatever you do, there must necessarily be a trial before there must be a hearing. If you look at the, the, the Israelites when they got to the land, they said to themselves, we, we saw ourselves like grasshoppers. So they passed judgment on themselves. Their enemies have not spoken. They have not said anything to them, but they have passed judgment on themselves. May you never pass judgment on yourself. I said, may you never pass judgment on yourself. Fear will make you abandon your journey to destiny fulfillment. The road that will lead to your great destiny. Fear. Can you imagine when Samson was going to tame that? He was going to marry the woman of his, of his life, the woman of his destiny, the woman that God was seeking an opportunity through to strike the Philistines back. And when the young lion showed up, he was afraid. He would have abandoned that journey. He said, I can't go again. The Bible said in the book of Proverbs, the poor man or the lazy man says, there's a lion on the road. He said, there's a lion on the road. He doesn't want to go on the road. So he said, there's a lion when there's no lion. Many of us, we are running away from the road that will bring us a miracle. We are running away from the responsibility and from the assignment that will change our life. But I pray that the Lord will open your eyes this morning. That you will rise up and begin to take that which belongs to you in the name of Jesus. And finally, let me say with you, fear denies you access to good things. Fear will deny you access to good things. Do you desire good things? Don't let fear take it away from you. Now, let me show you how you can overcome fear. Only three points, quickly. How you can overcome fear. The first thing you need to do to overcome fear is that you feed your faith. How do you feed your faith? You feed your faith with the word of God. The Bible says, faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of the Lord. So the first thing you do to overcome your fear is that you have to feed your faith. How do you feed your faith? You feed your faith with the word of God. Number two, you learn to pray in the Holy Ghost. You pray in the spirit. Don't pray in the flesh. Pray in the spirit because as you are praying in the spirit, there, there are some things that God begins to take out of your life. The, the fire that is sent on you, it burns it out of your life. And finally, you confront your fear by moving in the direction the fear is trying to move you away from. If I'm going this way and fear is trying to turn me away from moving on my right, you rather turn and confront the fear because if you don't confront your fears, they will fight you until you are destroyed. May the Lord increase your faith. May May the Lord bless you. May the mighty hand of God rest upon you this day so that you will be a man of faith and not a man of fear. May fear be swallowed completely out of your life. Say yes. Yes. We believe you have been blessed by this broadcast. Contact me on phone via plus two three three two four four. 694299 or email me on at gmail.com that is p-r-o-p-h-w-i-l-l-i-e at gmail.com follow me on my social media platforms facebook page at prophet william addison podcast and subscribe to my youtube channel instagram handle and twitter handle at prof willie that is p-r-o-p-h-w-i-l-l-i-e at prof willie 
And if you're not born again and you listen to this broadcast and you want to give your life to Christ, say this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins. I trust you and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you. Amen.